Shortly before this, the Torah leads off that the father of Avram died. I said Avram because that's who he was at the time, obviously. Um, but he afterwards gained the name Avraham. Right? So his father, Terach, died in Haran. Now, I'm a Rabbi Yitzchak, Imli'inyin ha'cheshbon, ve'ad achshav, mevakish lo od shishim shanim. If according to calculation, Imli'inyin ha'cheshbon, if according to the calculation, ve'ad achshav, and until this day when Avraham is, Avraham is being commanded to leave, so Terach is still going to live another 65 years. He's going to kasha. Terach is still going to live another 65 years. Why does the preceding Why does the preceding parsha end with the fact that Terach dies, and then Avraham is commanded to go to Canaan? Maybe we just know from another place how many years Terach lived in this five. Just calculation. All right. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I mean, we know how old Terach was when he died. We know how old Avram Avram is when he's being commanded to go. We know how old Terach was when he had Avram. So the math doesn't work out. That's a kasha. Okay. So you you guys know the answer? I I remember learning it. I can't remember right now. Okay, so here we go. Very, very Gishmaka answer. Ella Bitchila Atadorish Shaharishoyim Karuim Mesim. Rather, um, in the beginning, I think he means like when the, when the, before the Cheshbon, meaning the reason why the Torah presents it as it does is that evil people. Even when they're alive, they're called dead. Karui mesim bechayehem. During their lifetime, they're called dead. Lefisha ya Avraham mefached. Since Avraham was afraid, veAmar, and he said, Eitzay, if I will leave, my father's still alive. If I'm going to leave and go to Canaan, you know what people are going to say? Terrible son. Terrible son. Yeah. It's going to profane the name of God. I'm the religious one. Right? I'm the I'm the from one. And I'm leaving my elderly father to go to Yeshiva. Right. Not not uh, not going to look good. He left his father in his old years. Amor lo Hashem said to him, 
Lech, go. Vani potrecha. And I will exempt you. Mikibud av aim from the mitzvah of honoring your father and your mother. Vena ni poter laacher mikibud av aim. But I will not potter other people from the mitzvah of kibud av aim. Volo od ela ani magdim. And not only will I do that for you, but I will even write in the Torah ahead of time, magdim earlier. Misoso liyitziascha. I'll write earlier the death of your father to precede your leaving to avoid this Phil Hashem. Shinemar Vayamos Terach Becharon, like the Torah says first, it says that Terach died in Charon. Vayakarkach Vayomar Hashem El Avram Lechlecha. Okay, so Hashem solved the problem. Uh, I mean, not really. Kind of. Oh, uh, oh, uh, go ahead. Because he, he still didn't actually die that time. He just said that he did. So I mean, right? Is that really clear enough to show Hashem? Because if you, if you, I guess if you calculate it, right? Like you're saying, if you use the numbers, then he's not really dead. So where's the Chil Hashem going to be? You just don't know that he left. Who knows? Whoever wants to go through the numbers. And Whoever yeah. wants to go through the numbers. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. What about on a simpler level? Even uh, Avram Avinu was concerned for whoever's going to be working on the numbers uh, 500 years later when the Torah is written? Was uh, that his concern? So I, maybe. Maybe. I, I, no, I, maybe. I, I assume there's got to be more, there's got to be, a, as you're saying, a simpler level as well. What, what about just the fact, like, the neighbor? Like, the neighbor, I don't know if you know, like, walks yes. out the door with his backpack, yes, right? Yes. And, yep. and the elderly father staying in the doorway crying, saying, who's going to take <laughs> care of me, right? right. <laughs> yeah, so, like, those people, is, right. The, what's going on at that moment, that's not really clear enough to kill Hashem in that mm. moment. Right? That's a good point. So, Vihiksha um, Haramban. The Ramban has the cash on this. Zal. Al Midrish Zeh. Ramban has the cash on this Midrish. Vidocha Diver Midrish. And because of his cash, he pushes the words of the Midrish. Kemoshe Mivur, the Pirish Ramban al Torah. Meaning the Ramban's unhappy with this midrash, he, and he he makes it say something that it doesn't seem like that what the midrash is saying, because of all of his caches. Right? The Ramban's unhappy with this midrash. So it sounds like the moral is going to go straight into explaining the midrash instead of explaining what the Ramban did. But Lachayra, the Ramban saying, first of all, how can the Torah lie? Meaning the Torah is going to lie, is going to say something that's not true, right? And then on top of that, what's it helping? If everybody still knows, right? Yeah. Okay. Omer says the Maral, I believe that the Midrash can work the way it's written. The Ramban did not learn the Posuk carefully enough. He wasn't medactic in the Posuk. Shilu dictate Karamban because of if he would have 
been medactic, he would have carefully learned the Pasuk. Lo klum he would not have had any caches on the words of the Midrash, right? The morale, uh, I'm sure we've said this before, the morale had uh, held, like hopefully everybody nowadays does, and hopefully everybody did, but it was a different, different mahalchim, but of how to darshan, how to learn the Gemara, but the morale fought a melchama that every word of Chazal was the truest way to learn the Pasuk. It was the most correct way to learn the Pasuk. Yeah? So if Chazal are saying something, if you learn the Pasuk carefully, you'll always find that they're, that they're right. Right? Now, the the other Mephorshim, it's uh, not to chas v'sholom, right? Was, what what we want to say? Ramban didn't think so. Rashi didn't think so. Rashi sometimes says a peep shot like this. Chazal say like that, but but it's not much like that in the pasuk. Rashi says in a number of places, it's not much like that in the pasuk. So what's Rashi? Rashi is um, rejecting the wisdom of Chazal. Um, if a, if a guy did that and like you know, you, the guy the, the the guy next to you in the in the base midrash said something like that, right? We'd like pick him up by his arms and his legs and throw him out the door. So, so the point is that Rashi saying there's there's pardes of the there's pshat, drush, remez, and sod in how to learn the psukim. So Rashi saying in, in pshat, I'm not coming to talk, talk in pshat. I'm not coming to talk in drush. In Jewish, they're, they're telling you what. But in Pshat, in Pshat, this is the Pshat. This is the Pshat. When Rashi does say that, right? Um, now, the Ramban sometimes, because of his kashas, he'll say a Pirush in the Midrash. There's not mashma like that in the Midrash. And the Ramban say, no, no, no. You can read the Midrash as it, you know, as it sounds like they're saying. And uh, we'll understand a little bit deeper. We'll work it out. Okay? So here we go. Kikusha saramban zal. What's the kasha saramban? Sharei. Timsa bukol hadoros. Shemispar hakasu. Chaye haav. Umazkir misoso. Shalav. Ve'akakach yaskil. Lusaper chaye ben. In many places in Torah, right? It says, and the days of the years of, uh, I don't know, uh, Noah were 950 years and Noah died. And then it begins to tell you the story of shame, right? Uh, the sons of Noah, shame. Now, in a substantial part of this story, guess what? Noah still alive. Right? Just that what? That the Torah has finished <coughs> speaking about him. The Torah wrapped up the story of Noah. Right? So, you know, he kind of told you, okay, and, and, and you know, Noah did this, 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 and then he lived to this age, and then he died. And now the Torah resumes telling the story from his son when he was, uh, unless, again, unless Noah is going to be a role, playing a role in the story of his son, then, of course, we'll have to you know, keep him alive in the story. But, but once he's not going to be playing a story anymore, playing a role in the story, 
that we can just say, okay, and this is how long he lived, and then he died, and then we can resume telling the story of his sons. So Ramban says that there's no right, there's, no, there's no problem in the Pasuk. There's no problem that Terach lived another 65 years. And and therefore the whole the whole story with Avram being afraid for Chil Hashem, Hashem is saying, don't worry about it, I'll take care of it, I'll write, I'll write it as if he's already dead, because we're showing him even when they're alive, they're, they're considered dead. Not, you don't have to say any of that. Well, it seems like more like a technical answer. I was saying it's normal to write it out that way. But you, you, you were originally saying that it still happened. Neighbors or whatnot. Were still yeah, but, there, but, so. but the Midrash is coming from a cash. The Midrash is, who told the Midrash that Avram Avinu was concerned for what the neighbors are going to say? I mean, we're not prophets. We don't know what happened back then. Maybe Avram Avinu couldn't care less. He wasn't concerned for Echel Hashem. Saying, it has to come from the Psukim. So the Midrash has a kasha. Mm-hmm. Why does the Torah say that he already died? Mm-hmm. When we know that he did not yet die. He still has another 65 years to go. Mm-hmm. Answer, because there was a there was an issue. It's going to be like a Echel Hashem. And then the problem was solved by by quote-unquote, killing uh, Terach prematurely. Uh-huh. But the Ramban says there's no kasha to begin with. It's perfectly normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm happy to continue another couple of minutes, but I know Ezra has a hard stopping point. We're, we're, we're... A few more minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Vehare. I'm sorry. Sorry? I'm sorry. Okay. Vehare Noah had small... Mace, Kasher Haya Avram, Ben Nun Shana, right? He's bringing us an example. Noah lived a long time, right? Avram Avinu was already doing major cure work by this time, right? When Noah was dying. Yeah? We're told about the death of Noah even before we even hear about the birth of of Avram. Just elaboration of what we just spoke up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the Kasha of the Ramban. Says the morale, if you read the Psukim carefully, you'll discover this is not a Kasha at all, what the, what the Ramban just asked. Why? Ki Eitzel Noah, in relation to Noah, he's Kir Hakosuv. Chaye Noach v'hizkir misoso. The Torah there tells you, and Noach lived 950 years and he died. So if I tell you that, I'm telling you like a, 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 a I don't know what is it called, a foreshadowing or whatever it is. Like, uh, well, I can't, I can't believe I actually remember such an expression back from back from high school. You're saying, colloquial. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so. So since we're mentioning how long he lived, so as a part of that, we're mentioning he died, but that's just saying, you know, play out all of his life, and then at the end of that, he dies. The death is a result of his life, meaning he lived 950 years, and then he died. Right? At the end of those days, Bohemisa, that's when the death comes. Vahemisa gmar hayamim, the death is the end of the life, of, 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 the, of the days. Vitachlis hador, and it's the end of the, of the generation. 
ואחר כך מסיל הקוסוב, לספר חיי הבן, and then the, the Pesach does resume telling us about the life of the son. ואין קשה עם מסיל לספר אחר שמייס האב מדבורים שהיו קודם מיסס האב, so therefore it's not schwer, it's not difficult to start telling us about things, about, the, uh, about events that took place even though the father was still alive, after we already told you he died, because again, the death, was, a, the death was, was just a result of telling you how long he lived. We weren't coming to tell you the story of, of him dying. We were coming to tell you he lived 950 years. And then he died, because the, the, after you've lived 950 years, what, guess what happens the next day? After that, there's no more life, right? So, so therefore, it's not, it's not difficult. Lefisha Kosov Misapir Shnei Hadoros Vidor Ha'av Hayakodim Lodor Ben The Torah is coming to tell you about the life of the previous generation and what happened there. And then it's starting a new story. The new generation. What, what, what are they called now? The millenniums or whatever? I remember there was the there was the the Baby generation X. What about us? We're, we're what? I'm a millennial. I don't know where you are. Millennial? Yeah, I was born in 1984. That makes it millennial. Was, was millennial? Millennial is 1918 and 1995. Oh, so I'm exactly on the, on the, on the cusp of 1980. So I'm a millennial? On a, on a, <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe that would make me, if I'm not a millennial, then I'm a what? <coughs> I think X. Generation X. Oh wow, we didn't get a name. Okay, yeah? So you finish that story, you start the new story. Lekach, Mashlim Dora Av, Kodum, Shemashil, Lesaper, Haben. Therefore, we wrap up this generation. Then we start this generation. We're talking about, we're talking about generations over here. Vamisa Ein Arak, Tashlum Ador, the fact that we're mentioning the death is just to say this generation went on this far and that's when it came to an end. Whereas, this I think we should stop here and we will pick up on how that was not the case with the death of Terach. That's, that's what we're going to deal with next. The, when Terach dies, doesn't mention how long he lived. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see. It, it's, not, it's not the same way. It's not coming to tell you the wrap-up of a generation. And therefore, this answer of the Ramban is not going to work. And if the answer of the, of the Ramban doesn't work, then the Midrash still has its kasha, and the Midrash still has to say what it said. Which you're, saying, you're saying it's not parallel. It's like the Yamas taught Terah, but doesn't say the and therefore we don't see that it's a foreshadowing. Right. Right. In other places in the Chumash that the Ramban found this type of a structuring, the, the Torah was coming to tell a different story. It was coming to tell you the story of a generation and then to start a new generation. That's not what's happening here in the Chumash. We'll see. We'll see. Let us see next week. So uh, the, the morale will answer you. I, I asked this question to Rav Gershfeld in my... Uh, in my Second year in Machon Yaakov. So, uh, so he gave a sheer basically where the 
Rashi said one thing, Rashi became Chazal. The Ramban came with a Kasha and different Pirush, and the Maral came and shlugged up the Ramban. So I said, and what did the Ramban think? He said, they're a Gershwal. So he said, yeah, he obviously he had a Mahalach, but, but the Maral will tell you, I, I don't know Chazal made, made mistakes. I mean to say, you're right, the Ramban was a great man, but, but uh, Chazal were greater. Obviously, it's Melcham Toshel Torah. At the end of the day, what we'll say is, uh, you know, Shivim Ponim the Torah. That's Ramban is known for, Melcham Hashem. Sure, sure. So, so yeah, I feel like he doesn't make mistakes. Like, conceptually, I think Ramban, like, perfect, you know, first-generation Kabbalah. Like, but, but, but Chazal also don't, right? They don't make mistakes? Chazal, the yeah. sages. Right. Who came before the Ramban, like a thousand years before the Ramban? What, 1,200 years before the Ramban? They also did mistakes. What? They do? He, he doesn't, but they do? Well, they you see, the Ramban was great. No, I'm saying... No, five different days. But I'm saying, if you hold the Ramban so much, so, Kavachomer, Kavachomer, how much greater were the Amoroyim? Right? Oh, yeah, we have...